the the Globe Theater did not have a dome on the I top. I know, but um, like this one obviously needed a dome or else they would get all their shit wet. I'm sorry, is there po- is there cursing in the podcast? <laughs> there can be, it's fine. Okay. My name is Alyssa Miller, and I want you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Tell tell the listeners. Tell the listeners. Hi, my name is Melissa Martin. I'm Alyssa's partner, which means I get to be a plus one at fun theater events for podcasts. Yeah. So Melissa went with me. Um, We went to see two different shows as part of Playfest, and I thought it would be a good idea for us both to kind of share what that experience was like so listeners can kind of imagine or get a sense for what Playfest is when you attend it, not just necessarily um, what it's like to be a writer or someone organizing it, but also what it is to like come and attend it. Um, we Let saw me two- set the scene. Okay. <laughs> yes, I can set the scene. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me set the scene. We drove up to Orlando Shakes. To get there, we passed by a community garden with signs for volunteer parking, entered the parking lot, which was all cobblestone, and walked up to the front entrance where you can see a rounded dome building that is mimicking the round theater that Shakespeare used. I'm sorry, the Globe Theater? Yeah, that would be the Globe, um, but it was not mimicking that, I don't think. I mean, theater in the round is like a thing um, that's been longstanding. I, I mean, it's entirely possible, but again, we had we had this conversation in the car. So we entered the building, but alas, we did not enter the Globe Theater. <laughs> um, they had a different theater open for us, which we entered and we got to pick our own seats as long as it wasn't a reserved seat, which is fun. And on the stage, they had a, well, so for each show, they had the stage set up slightly differently, but since it was a reading and not a showing of each performance, there wasn't like sets. It was music stands and chairs that the actors could interact with to show that they were moving around different pieces and that just showed space and helped the story that they were reading too. So the first story we saw was... The first play that we saw was called Bite Me. Uh, It was by a playwright named Eliana Pipes. Um, It was um, kind of branded as like a dark comedy um, and generally was about a two students in a school. It was only required two actors for the entire performance. 
and pretty much took place all in the same setting as well. It entirely took place almost in a storage closet at their their high school. Um, And it centers around the relationship, friendship, confusing in-between between two students, um, one who is a white boy, um, who's kind of a slacker in in high school, um, but is also going through a lot at home. And then one, the other student is a black girl who is the only black student at the high school um, and who has been kind of bust into the school, had to apply into the school to get into the school and is really high achieving, hard worker, um, and is doing the homework for the other student. He pays her to do to do his homework. And it's about kind of the relationship between them as they explore potential romance, the kind of tension between their two different like worlds that they kind of inhabit. And it takes place both in the time period in which they are at school and then in between act one and act two it jumps 10 years and act two happens at their 10-year school reunion so that is bite me by iliana pipes um melissa do you have any thoughts to share about what it was like to see that play what you either disliked or liked about the that experience and we can kind of talk about that one and then we can talk about the second one we saw separately Sure. So more about the experience than like the content of the show. Yeah, just because I feel like necessarily like someone might not be able to go see the show. It's not currently being like running anywhere. Um, Like more like a little bit about the content, like maybe, but more about like the experience. Right. Well, so my one thought for the content will be I would bold underline is how size and capitalize the dark part of dark comedy. I found it very sad. But then about the experience itself, it was, I think Alyssa has a fondness of live performance that has rubbed off on me because she often points out how unique it is to see live reactions from audience members. And I would definitely agree in that first show there was a couple off to our left who were commenting throughout the show you know just saying what everyone was thinking that made me feel seen (laughs) Um, so I appreciated that aspect of it a lot Unfortunately for that show, the playwright was unable to attend because of a last minute conflict. So they were only present through Zoom, which I feel like makes the experience of the talk back following the show different. Because then it didn't really feel like it was, you know, like a live reading and talk back. It felt like they were two separate things that reading and the talk back were like two separate things and the talk back could have happened anywhere. Um, okay. That's my thoughts on the first show. Yeah. Um, I will say, and we noticed this like 
especially after we left. So the show itself is definitely like dark. Like um, it's really wrestling with some stuff. I really recommend if there is a future production of it, like seeing it, I really enjoyed it. Um, But the actors were incredible. Like I cannot say enough. Like this is my, I've been to a lot of theater over like four years as a theater critic. And this was the first time I've ever been to a reading. And I don't think I really knew what to expect in terms of like how much rehearsal time were they going to have? Like what was the performance level going to be at? And they told us like when we got there, I think they only had 16 hours of rehearsal time. And for 16 hours of rehearsal time, the performances were genuinely incredible. There were like, like I felt very tuned into the characters. I really felt like the actors understood their characters as well. Like during the talk back, they gave really thought out answers about why the characters made the choices they did. Um, and they were just incredible um, to see them take like this work that they don't entirely know. Like there are times people mess up lines in a reading. There's times you could tell they like had to go double check something real quick. Um, or they partially be- memorized it. They partially memorized it and then forgot to flip the page because they were on a roll and realized, oh no, <laughs> I actually need to be. So, you know, there was some page flipping or the fellow actors stepping up and like pointing out like, oh, we're, we're here. Yeah. And it was really cool to see those little fumbles, but it never, ever took me out of the performance. Like it just felt like like they were giving like 120% the entire time. Um, and I, especially for this show, um, because so much of it took place in the same setting, I really didn't feel like it was hindered at all by being a reading. Like it didn't need a set. Like it, it you knew we were in the storage closet and they were very good at like using the music stands in different ways, like as props basically. Um, so that was really cool, and I really enjoyed seeing it. And the second play we saw was Repossessed by Greg Lamb, who you will have heard some audio of uh, earlier in the podcast. Melissa, do you have any thoughts on Repossessed? Repossessed was more up my alley in terms of show content. It was sci-fi um, and comedy, question mark? like rom-com-esque sci-fi (laughs) rom-com but it was very well done again actors gave i'd say they gave a hundred percent it's the bite me actors gave 120 so they were really good but those bite me (laughs) actors oof but yes so repossessed addresses a lot I mean both stories address society in different ways I liked repossessed and the fact that it was sci-fi for the fact that it was easier for me to just process the content and not get caught up in my emotions like I did for bite me I feel like after the play after we or saw the reading of Bite Me, we did, Alyssa and I did like a little debrief in the car. And I just feel like I'd missed some of the more important themes because I was too busy crisising 
along with the characters. And I don't feel like I had that same experience with Repossessed and because I was able to separate some because it's not, you know, a situation that I or anyone I love and know or could love and know could be in. So that one, we did get the author present at the talkback, which I thought was fun. Also, we learned some background about this show. It has been performed before, but it is being reworked. And so it was interesting to hear what kinds of things the author had decided to take out and what specifically he was looking at in doing this reading, like what he wanted to see the audience members process and focus on and his reasoning for that. The audience participation was good again. We had a fun friend in the back row who shouted out girl boss at the optimal moment. (laughs) And she lives rent free in my mind. Yeah. I think the big, like if I had to explain Playfest to someone and like what made it feel really exciting outside of the fact that they're like new plays and like you get to kind of meet and engage with the playwrights and be a part of that creative process which is so unique and really cool is that it really felt like the audience was incredibly engaged and wanted to be there and was like a community within itself so we were there for the last two days of Playfest, but a lot of the audience members have been coming to Playfest for all six performances or maybe four out of the six performances they you know had been in all these other talkbacks I assume several of them at that point knew each other um and there was just an incredible like vibe in the room where like you could tell people were willing to give feedback and were like I love when you can tell that someone else in the audience is just as engaged as you are like I don't know, one of the best shows I ever saw, I could like tell that people were invested and it's because you can pick up on the the audience energy. So like when something happens on stage and everyone in the audience is like gasping out loud, which definitely happened during Repossessed several times because there's some big sci-fi twists um, and you could just feel that happened in the audience like there's a really skeevy guy and repossessed and you could feel the whole audience just like crawl like skin crawling um and so that's that was really cool and it definitely was a unique audience experience that I think is worth exploring if you ever have the opportunity to go something like that again it was really neat I mean Orlando Shakes is who put it together I think it's really cool that Um, a Shakespeare production company is also so incredibly invested in bringing new plays to the area. And I do think that's in line with a lot of work that other Shakespeare companies across the country do. Um, And I definitely would encourage people to see new works and support new works in whatever format takes wherever you are. Um, If you're not in Orlando, there's definitely still new works that are premiering near you somewhere. And being a part of that and supporting that is super important. I think a lot of times in theater spaces, a lot of attention gets paid to musicals. I love musicals. They're great. I'm a musical theater nerd. Always have been. 
but I think plays are a really unique format and especially new plays being produced is not as common as it should be. And those, those companies that are doing that work like deserve support and attention and new playwrights have things to say about things happening in society. And it's fun to talk about them afterwards with the people you go with. Also, it might be more financially accessible than a full-scale off-Broadway production. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like, I can think of local theaters from, like, my time in Charlotte, like, that were doing work. And, yeah, it's ten, it was 10 times more affordable to go see that work than it would have been for me to, like, go buy a ticket for my local touring Broadway show. Um, always. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Thank you to Orlando Shakes for giving us um, press tickets so we were able to experience Playfest. I definitely think in the future, if I'm in town, like I would want to get a ticket for all the whole season of the six shows or however many shows are part of Playfest and, and go to the ones I'm interested in. I really valued the experience and it was really unique and fun in a way. I hadn't done something like that in theater before which is someone who's been going to theater for a long time. That's pretty rare. Pretty exciting, for sure. Absolutely. Melissa, would you go to Playfest again or a reading again? Yeah, I would definitely go to a reading at hosted by Orlando Shakes because I now know the quality of it. I feel like anytime I would go to a reading, I might enter it a little hesitant, at least until I've seen a few more because the concept of going to see a play that's not complete, that doesn't have the full bells and whistles with costumes and the sets, it is a little off-putting to me. But this experience was very good. And I would definitely see a reading again, because I know that the production value that Orlando Shakes has that they put into it makes it worth it. And I really didn't feel like I was missing anything with the costumes and the sets. And maybe if I see more readings, I'll find that that's the case across the board. But for now, I would still be a little hesitant to go to readings. <laughs> I think that is like a really valid concern. Um, I think a lot of people would feel that way. I wasn't sure what to expect. And I don't know if part of it is to like the plays that we saw felt well suited to a reading. Like it felt like, yes, they could have really incredible sets, especially like the sci-fi elements and things, but they were really grounded and like reality in many ways. So it felt to me like they felt well suited to like a reading. I didn't need all the set pieces, um, but I think they could be really exciting with all the set pieces. One of the interviews, um, I don't know if it was with Roberta or with Greg, um, where they mentioned they felt like uh, readings it's helpful to playwrights and to like audience members. If the whole goal is to give feedback on like the content of the play, there's nothing to distract from the content of the play. It is really just you focusing on the words in the performance. Um, and I think if that's the, the goal is for like the audience to give feedback and everyone to kind of grow from the experience, it makes sense to do it as a reading first. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because there are definitely lines. Like I can think of lines from Bite Me that afterwards I was like sitting with. And I think they probably hit different when it's just you and the actors on stage and you're listening to the words. It 
was a very intimate experience too because it was a very small group like the audience it was i don't know four rows of seats mm-hmm. and so i think that too would contribute to feeling able and encouraged to give feedback but also would play into the feeling of being one-on-one with the actor or actress or people on stage absolutely yeah I think we're going to Krispy Kreme tomorrow. Ooh, okay, I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> okay. This has been Alyssa Miller with The Power of Four. You can find more episodes of the show wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect with me outside of the show, you can find me on Twitter at E-L-I-S-S-A-M-I-L underscore. To learn more about Orlando Shakes and Roberta Emerson's work with Playfest, you can visit their website, orlandoshakes.org. You can find more information about Greg Lamb and his work on his website, greglamb.wixsite.com home. Thanks for listening.